0: All right, how many are thankful for God's goodness today, Emmanuel? Come on. Yes. Yeah. God is here in all of our services. Welcome every location that's with us, those that are worshiping with us online as well. How many know that God is good? Is anybody thankful for our extended summer? Come on, somebody, right? I mean it's amazing. Saw some people playing beach volleyball. That was a little overkill last yesterday, but anyways. Whatever you need to do, golf, yard work, whatever, it's always fun to have these days. We are excited to jump into a brand new series. It's a five-week series. We're entitling it Missio Day, and we'll talk about it. This is week one. Uh, We'll lay a foundation for this series. Next week, Pastor Nate will be preaching. How many love our lead pastor and thankful for every time he preaches God's word to us? And so he'll do week two, and, and uh, part of Missio Day will be our miracle offering weekend three or four weeks from now. Get ready for that. Pastor Matthew Barnett, the founder and president of Dream Center Los Angeles, will be a part of that day with us. And uh, we're just going to go on a journey together, and we're excited for everything that we get to be a part of as we begin Missio Day. And today, today we're going to talk about one mission, our mission and talk about the mission of God and what he's called us to be a part of. And I wanna begin by asking you this question, no matter where you're worshiping with us, if you would respond to this, I would appreciate it. So I'm gonna ask you a very specific question. Uh, How many here today that you are employees at the place where you work? You're not the owner, you're an employee. Put your hand up and keep it up, really high. Okay, look around, whoever doesn't have their hand up has the money, so just go ahead and ask them for a little resources. No, you put your hands down, thank you. But um, I don't know, uh, it doesn't really matter where you work, what level of the organization you work on. Uh, how many of us know that when you work at a place you love good benefits? Is anybody else that loves good benefits? Anybody that loves health insurance? Come on, dental insurance? Come on, how about life insurance, right? How about just good coffee, right? Come on, some people just, hey, owners, just up your game in coffee. Uh, morale will go way up, but anyways, There's so many different things. Maternity leave, come on somebody, right? Maternity leave, right? How about this new thing called paternity leave? Come on, men of God, right? We deserve like a couple days off, and uh, so there's a lot of companies doing that as well. As we begin this series, um, we're gonna get stretched during Missio Day. We're gonna get challenged, I hope we get inspired, and uh, when we step into a place of Christianity on our journey, whether you're a brand new Christian this weekend, whether maybe you're, you're, you're just exploring Christianity, or maybe you've been here uh, for many, 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 many years, anytime we step into a place where we are, we are uh, just being stretched and God is challenging us, there's some things that we need to remember about the benefits of God. And so Psalms, Psalms 103 says this, says, praise the Lord, my soul. Everybody say, My soul. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, again, and forget, forget not all his benefits, right? I mean, there are some jobs and some employers that have some really good benefits, but how many of you know God's got some incredible benefits? And literally, the mission and the message that's communicated, and I wanted to share it as we get ready to step into this series, is that the message is clear. Don't forget God's benefits. Don't forget. Sometimes I can get into a challenging season, and I forget about it. But God would say to us, Hey, Emmanuel, as we go through this journey of Missio Day, let's never forget the benefits of God, how good he is to us, how strong he is, how amazing our God is. Is to us. So don't forget it. So I want you to say this after me. Say, God is good. good. Alright, so I'm gonna just do a little exercise with us. And I probably after this, a little of the crowd participation will end if you're getting a little nervous with me. All right, so just stand with stay with me for just a moment. I'm gonna say a phrase, and just so that we can get the benefit, how strong God is in our lives, and we can let it sink down deep. I want you to repeat after I say it, I just want you to say God is good. All right, so I'm going to say the phrase and you say at the end of it, God is good. When life is challenging. Oh man, you nailed it. Way to go, all right. When I'm feeling blessed. When the Vikings win. When the Packers lose. Okay, calm down. That shouldn't be the loudest one, all right. When the future feels uncertain. When my finances are great. When inflation is high, man, it's true. Somebody like, keep going. We got to stop somewhere, all right? It's just true. Our God is so faithful. God dropped this thought into my heart. It'll be up on the screen. It's in the apps, in the app. I encourage you to take notes. There's no off switch to the goodness of God. Emmanuel. Emmanuel, there is no off switch to the goodness of God. Even when we're, we do go through difficult seasons, we do go through some painful things, but even in those moments, there's no off switch to the goodness of God. If somebody ever asks you, like, why, do you, why are you so passionate about this church thing, about this Christian thing, you can literally say, you know what, God's goodness is real to me, and it's always on, and it's always available. The goodness of God is, there's just no off switch. Missio Dei is simply a Latin term that means the mission of God. So, all the next four or five weeks as we talk about Missio Day, again, whether you're watching online or for one of our locations or, or live at Springley Park, that we would know that anytime we use that term, it's a Latin term that talks about the mission of God. Let's lay a foundation in Scripture. Mark chapter 16. Mark 16 says this, and when he told them, and then he told them, excuse me, go into all the world and preach the good news to how many? To everyone. Now, some are like, well, you're going to know these verses. Some of these verses are brand new. So I, I like to say, let's, let's read them and listen to them with fresh eyes and, and fresh ears, hearing what God says. Go, the good news to everyone Matthew 28 says this Then Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and in earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of how many? Of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter one, verses seven through nine says this. He replied, the Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times, and they are not for you to know. I'm gonna pause the verse right there. What was happening is Jesus right before his ascension. This is the last thing Jesus says after the resurrection, he's with his disciples before he ascends up into heaven for the last time. This is the last thing he says is these two or three verses. The disciples were asking him these deep theological questions about, when he, Jesus, when are you coming back? And when are you going to restore Jerusalem? And what's going to happen in this area of the kingdom? And so you see his answer. It's kind of a hard answer. He said, hey, that's, that's not for you to be concerned about. I'm not asking Emmanuel to try to figure out the the mysteries of God. I'm asking Emmanuel to go on mission with God. So that's what Jesus is saying to us throughout the series. He says this, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Is anybody thankful for the Holy Spirit? Man, the power of the Holy Spirit, how, how special that is. comes upon you and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere. Everybody say everywhere. everywhere. Uh, just notice that. I'll talk about it in just a second. In Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. After saying this, he was, taken up, he was taken up into a cloud while they were watching, and they could no longer see him. Jesus made this statement everywhere, and then he said, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, uttermost parts of the earth, or to the, to the ends of the earth. I want you to notice first he said everywhere. Sometimes, if I'm gonna go deep really quick here for just a second, sometimes, church, there's been people over the years that would come up and say, Hey, Pastor Darren, like like I feel like Jerusalem's my lane, or I feel like the uttermost parts of the earth is my lane, or I think I'm 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 called to go this part of what Acts 1.8 says. And and although I understand that heart and that passion, and it's even it's even kind of cool to think that way. I want you to understand, Jesus isn't commissioning them to do one thing, he's commissioning them to go four places. So it's not about going to one place, Jerusalem, our neighbors across the street, which we should go to, it's about going to Jerusalem, to Judea, to Samaria, and to the uttermost ends of the earth, right? So anytime we read this passage, for some of us that have been around church for a while, know that I really believed, I read it over and over and studied on it this last week, that if you wanna know, hey, where do I fit in this? You fit in all four. Jesus wants us to be right here right in our communities, right in our neighborhoods, making a difference for him. And giving and resourcing and praying. And he wants it across the U.S. And he wants it in Europe, in Latin America, in Mexico, in Southeast Asia, and Africa, in the Middle East. He wants us doing it everywhere. And everybody said a good amen. 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 So we're going to show you a quick video. It's a testimony video from Rich and Laura, who are part of our Emmanuel Lakeville location. Let's watch this together.
1: I'm Rich,
2: and I'm Laura Lucas.
1: What is God's mission? Uh, for me, God's mission is is twofold. It's it's God's love for us, and it's loving our neighbor as ourself. It's rare that the heavens open and God speaks and uh, lightning and all those things. And you land things.
2: with the ten thousand dollar. In order, because that would be make it easy to give. The trusting part is what you have, what God initially gave you, and then be able to part with that. So it's a little bit of trust, which becomes trust, which becomes trust, which becomes trust. So. Who gave it to you in the first place? Like, how did you get what you got? Like, and you can ups- you can say that I I I I I. Well, that would be the f- that would be where I'm at. Well, you did you really do that, or did God give you the talent to have that job? Did God give you the parents to create you to give? I mean, you go all the way back. You cannot avoid that. What you have initially is given from God yeah. Himself.
1: And pretty soon, uh, it just becomes a part of your natural life. Like. Um, it's just a discipline that you do. Uh, Not that you have to, uh, but really it's what what you get to to do.
2: And I would say too, sometimes it's an awe moment where you don't even know what you're looking for and you, oh my goodness, look what God just did. Mm -hmm. Like, he just did that. Like, and you don't do it because I gave, but the more that you, understand who God is and the more that he changes your heart the more that you know him so then you see him in areas where you wouldn't have seen him before but it starts with giving your heart giving your life and oftentimes it's the last is money and so but it's to see that whole thoroughness of the whole entire piece that God gives you
1: And, and giving is is just one area of God's plan for your life it's it's not the one piece it's just part of God's full purpose mm-hmm. for your life and his best plan for mm-hmm. your life. And um, to take one thing and isolate it is missing the point. It's It takes all of those things working together. Mm-hmm. So.
2: And I think even when you think you have nothing, that's something to God. Where he loves me here is where he loves the Ugandan, where he loves the Haitian, where he loves someone in Minneapolis, where he loves the kid at the juvenile home. It just doesn't matter. Um, where they are, you're loved regardless, and that and how you can give in all those capacities is the fuel that should ignite anyone's fire, really. I mean, if you gotta check your pulse if it's not giving you something when you look far beyond yourself. I
0: like that last phrase, you gotta check your pulse, right? Everybody go like this, right? If, if Missy O'Day doesn't excite you, and if it doesn't, I liked how they, Rich and Laura used the phrase, it's a, it's a get-to, not a have-to. Man, I, I love that thinking. We'll talk a little bit about thinking throughout this message. So we appreciate them kind of sharing their journey. So let me share with you four foundations. For the next several minutes, we're going to kind of go through some teaching points here. And, and you can take notes. And like I said, it's on the app as well. But let's jump in to four foundations. The first one is this. And we'll build upon these all throughout the series. Pastor Nate will build upon these, and we'll go deeper with them. So if you're like, oh, I wish you'd go farther with this, just know that there's more to come. So the first foundation is, Missio day is already determined by God. Missio day, the mission of God, is already determined by God. It's not Missio Darren, right? It's not Missio Nate or Missio Jane or Missio... Jody, or Brian, or Joe, or James, or Nathan, it's Missio day, missio it's God's mission. And so it doesn't mean that you and I wouldn't come up with a good mission too, but I want us just to be really clear that the mission of God and what it's determined to be is already determined. And so we're invited to be a part of it, not to change it. We're invited to say yes, to step into it, to be obedient, church. But it's already determined by God, so that's one of the foundations. The second foundation is this: Missio Day is not going to change. I've had people ask me, "It's so like, hey, when are we going to be done with the whole reach the world thing?" <laughs> okay, um, we're going to be done when Jesus comes back. All right. <laughs> Until then, no Missio Day does not change. When do I have to stop? When can I not worry about being a witness at work? Or when can I stop praying for my neighbors? Or when can I stop giving sacrificially of my resources? Well, not until the mission's over. So it's it's not gonna change, amen, church? It's just not going to. Here's the third foundation. Missio Dei wants and needs me. Missio Dei wants and needs me. Not only, Emmanuel, does God invite us, Everybody in this service, no matter where you're watching from as well, not only does God invite us into the mission, he needs us in the mission. So that's why I say, Missy O'Day wants and needs me. Look at this passage, and, and we can't take a lot of time with it, but it's this interaction between Moses and God in the Old Testament. And if you ever thought like you had thoughts of being insufficient or not gifted enough or something like that to be the leader that you felt like we're telling us all to be during Missio Day, look at Moses' answer here. But Moses pleaded with the Lord, oh Lord, I'm not very good with words. I never have been. This is the, this is the 10 Commandment dude, right? Just so we're clear in case some of you are, are like, who's the Moses guy? This is the guy that's just a, he's a big dog in the Old Testament, all right? Moses pleaded, oh, Lord, I'm not very good with words. I never have been, and I'm not now. Even though you have spoken to me, I get tongue-tied, and my words get tangled. Look at this. Then the Lord asked Moses, who makes a person's mouth? Amen. Remember I said one of the foundations is it's not going to change, right? And it's God's mission. Who makes a person's mouth? Who decides whether people speak or do not speak, hear or do not hear, see or do not see? Is it not I, the Lord? That's what we call a mic, jo- mic drop for God right there, right? God's like, do you not know who I am? Now go, exclamation point. I will be with you as you speak, and I will instruct you in what to say. Missio Dei Church, it needs all of us, all of us, Well, Pastor, I don't have this. Maybe I got more money, or maybe I got more time, or maybe I can pray more. We need all, we need everybody. Everybody on Missio Day. You go through Growth Track and Emmanuel, you're gonna hear the message that you're invited to step in, to be a part of everything that's going on so that we can accomplish the mission of God. Here's the fourth foundation. Missio Day calls me to experience God's best and God's favor. God's best and God's favor. I I share this one because, again, sometimes the mission of God, even though there could be painful, challenging times, even though there's things that we don't always understand, sometimes we interpret that anytime time we're on mission for God, it's, it's always this, this, this incredibly difficult, sacrificial, and there's never joy in life and stuff. Actually, there is joy in life. It invites us how to walk in that favor and the best of God that he has for us, so uh, a lot of years ago. Um, I have a friend who's older than me, and a lot of years ago, he owned several companies, he ran one of the companies, very, very successful, worth a lot of money, solid Christian man, and he went on three or four mission trips every year. And I was a young youth pastor, but I like to ask questions of people, and very successful company, and I said to this gentleman, an older friend, I said his name and I said, hey, how does it work? for your companies when you are gone so often and you're so out of touch. And he literally said to me, I wrote it down so I don't quote it wrong, he said, Pastor Darren, the more time I'm gone doing God's work, the more my business prospers. Pastor Darren, the more time I'm gone doing God's work, the more my business prospers. Did you get that? And there's a question there in the notes that says this, It's it's how does owner thinking differ from steward thinking? Wow, this this is so important that we grab this. What's the difference between owner thinking and steward thinking? Because my friend, my elder that I respected was teaching me how to think like a steward. That's what he was doing. So the difference between owner thinking and steward thinking is, God, please use my time resources, availability, money, business for your glory. Stewardship thinking, don't miss this, is God, please use the resources, time, money, business you've entrusted to me for your glory. Do you catch the difference? The difference between owner thinking and steward thinking is so important for Missio Dei to be accomplished, and what, that's what I learned from my business owner, Christian friend. How many believe we can, we can learn from everybody in the body of Christ, right? And I learned so much in that moment that Missio Dei calls me to experience God's best and also God's, God's favor. Any time we talk about resourcing the kingdom of God and resourcing the mission of God, uh, it's something I, I love. I get to talk about it a lot. I get to be in meetings about that a lot. I love Kingdom Builders and all that we do at Emmanuel for this. I just want to remind you something that's a core value of mine. It's not in your notes, but I invite you to take this down because I, I think it'll speak to you. you know, I just, it's about this whole area. It's really simple, so I invite you to jot this down. Um, never forget this, that God is the provider and money is the provision. God is the provider, money is provision. Worship the provider, appreciate the provision. Worship the provider, appreciate the provision. Don't ever get them mixed up. God's the only one that deserves our worship. Amen, church? So God is the provider, money is the provision. Worship the provider, be grateful or appreciate his provision. Man, I just, I think that's just, that challenges me every, every time I share it. So let me shift gears here and um, jump in. And, and uh, how many think it's okay to go a little deeper, right? Can we go deeper? Can I see your hands? Okay, can the other 90% raise your hands right now? Thank you, thank you, thank you, yes. Uh, balcony, love to see those hands up. Thank you for doing that, yes. All right, so we're gonna go deeper. Let's go, let's, let's just go for it just for a few minutes here. All right, so here's this. I'm gonna share with you three core convictions, Then I'll, then we'll kind of, kind of ramp this up and head towards a finish line in just a few moments. So three core convictions. The first one is this. Everyone is loved by Jesus, and everyone needs Jesus. That's the first one. Pastor, you're like, Pastor, you think that's deep? It'll get, it'll get there. Just hang with me, all right? Everyone is loved by Jesus, and everybody needs Jesus. So although we respect everyone, and we should value everyone, We believe that everyone needs Jesus to change their lives, just like he changed our lives. Matter of fact, Jesus says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And some are like, well, does does Jesus say that he's the exclusive way? The answer is yes, he does. But he doesn't do it in a guilt-condemning way. He does it in an invitational way, right? So that is true, so just, just know that. Some people are like, well, if they believe this, isn't this okay, and if other people have never heard, isn't that okay, it's, it, it's not. We need to remember that everyone needs Jesus, everyone is loved by Jesus. Here's the second core conviction. Those who are blessed with the greatest resources need to send more. Those that are blessed with great resources need to send more. Oh, come on church, don't shout me down right here, okay? Been doing this a while, I know where it gets quiet, all right? It's true. Um, I'll reflect back to the video that Rich and Laura shared with us. See, this is not a have to, this is a get to. Emmanuel, we're blessed. We're blessed, Emmanuel. We are, come on somebody, right, we're blessed, we are. And part of that responsibility is we, we get to help send more. That's just it. Some people are like, well, that's not fair. I'm like, would you like to trade places with people? Right? You want to go live where you're not sure where your next meal's coming from? Sorry, that's not in my notes. But anyways, no, God's blessed us for a reason. That's why we love the phrase, we're blessed to be a blessing. We truly believe that. So we're not feeling guilty because we're blessed. We just know that we're called to a higher level of sending because we're blessed. For those of you that are really processing that, I encourage you to pray about that. Jot the notes down. Say, God, speak to me because it's really part of, of Missio Dei. Second Corinthians Eight, and Pastor Nate will unpack tithing and some other things in the coming weeks, and, but just, just know that we're talking about this whole area of our lives. 2 Corinthians says this, since you excel in so many ways, look at this affirmation, you excel in your faith, your gifted speakers, you excel in knowledge, your enthusiasm, and your love from us. I want you to excel also in the gracious act of giving. Now you should finish what you started. Let the eagerness you showed in the beginning be matched, be matched by your giving. Give in proportion to what you have. Let your eagerness be matched, right? That means like we're excited to give. We should be eager to send. We should be eager to do these things. It's so important that we understand that first core conviction, the second core conviction. And before I share the third and final one, I just wanna, set it up by telling you about a moment five or six years ago that just rocked my world. Have you ever had a moment where God just rocked your world, church? Um, see, I'm in a, and I, I, in, in, I, I've already told you that I love what Emmanuel does with missions and kingdom builders and generosity and that we're trying to reach more people all, all the time and, and we're not perfect at it, but we believe that God's called us to be on missions and and the world that I'm in a lot, there's a lot of there's a lot of moments where we're raising money and we're giving to to missionaries and ministries all around the US and around the world and and we're sending teams. We have a team leaving for Africa in just a few days, and we have a team that just got back from Nepal, and there's all sort of exciting teams we're planning for twenty twenty three, and so that's that's the world that I'm in quite a bit as a pastor at Emmanuel. Can I just tell you, about five or six years ago, the whole idea of giving and sending and going, and how many know those are two super important things? The Spirit of God just prompted me and said, Darren, it's not enough. It's not enough. Giving is so important. Sending and going is so important. But I had this moment with a missionary friend by the name of Mark Doreen. Mark's had a passion for the Buddhist world and there's one billion Buddhists in the world that need Jesus. Billion with a B. And he was talking to me about, hey, Pastor Darren, do you think this would work? Because he says, he shared his idea with me, and he said, it's really, what I found out is in the US and the American church, it's, 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 it's way easier to get people to give than it is to give, get people to pray. And I thought, well that's kind of a bummer, isn't it, right? How many you want Emmanuel to be a church that gives and prays, right? We do it all, we do it by the grace of God. And so he said, I wanna start a, a ministry called Change the Map. His idea is I wanna change the map of the Buddhist world and we're not gonna be able to do it without prayer partners that would go for it. And so Jane and I signed up to be prayer partners. You can sign up in the app. There's a link on the screen, change the map, map map.net. And they're going for 50,000 prayer partners. And here's what I want you to know, Emmanuel, whether it's change the map or something else. Part of Missio Day is engaging the power of prayer. Praying for our kingdom that are partners, praying for people across the street, praying for our neighbors, praying for our schools, praying for our high school, our middle school kids, our our college students, our elementary age, praying for them in Jesus' name that God would do an incredible work in their life. Prayer is so vital, it's so, so important. So that sets up this third core, if you will, conviction. Here's Here's the last part. The places in the world that have never been reached require extra effort. The places in the world that have never been reached, Church, Emmanuel, hear me on this, Mr. Dave. this series, it's just gonna take more. It's just gonna take more to reach some of those really difficult places. It doesn't mean I have all the answers, but God has the answers, he really does. And it's just really important. Look at what the Apostle Paul said in Romans. My ambition has always been to preach the good news where the name of Christ has never been heard rather than where a church has already been started by someone else. Doesn't, he's not saying that's bad, he's just saying this is what my ambition is. I've been following the plan spoken of by, in scriptures where it says those who have never been told about him will see, and those who have never heard of him will understand. In fact, my visit to you has been delayed so long because I have been preaching, I've been given a priority to these places. God loves all people. Regardless of their location, with the same unconditional love. Everybody say all people. I wanna say it one more time. God loves all people, regardless of their location, with the same unconditional love. That's a truth. What we understand in our, as we live out Missio Day, that is a truth. But we also understand there's a difference between lostness. And access. And we could talk for a long time, and I'm just gonna share that with us as a church that, that there's just a big difference. There's approximately right now, it's hard to believe this, approximately 7,000, 7,000 unreached people groups in the world right now. So we gotta be about Missy O'Day and together, together we get after it. Together we pray, together we give, together we go. We get ready right for miracle offering. Miracle offering's a get to, not a have to, and we are, we are excited about doing it. So the week, week one, this message, the takeaway is simply this. Here am I, every location, watch it online. Here am I, please use me, God. Here am I, please use me. We'll talk more details in the next several weeks. Pastor Matthew Barnett will be with us on Miracle Offering. It's it's going to be an incredible journey together. But I think it begins by just praying this simple prayer: God, here am I. Please use, please use me. Six or seven years ago, um, I had an experience. I've had a lot of experiences, blessed by, beyond measure, that changed my life, and it just impacted me about this whole topic of Missio Day. and there was a family and they had a young daughter, 10 years old. And uh, as a Kingdom Builders, they'd heard about some Kingdom Builders projects. And one of the projects that the daughter had heard about was, uh, we're going to plant churches in India, house churches in houses. And so the house church to plant a new house church in India cost $1,000 to do one church. They had this vision to do tens of thousands of churches. So this 10-year-old, they were asked to What's the goal that God's given you? They asked the the kids in Kids Church. And this 10-year-old got in the van on the way home. She's 10 years old, says, Mom and Dad, I feel like God has told me to raise $5,000 in the next few months. A 10-year-old. Now, come on, moms and dads. Part of you is like crying so proud of them. And part of you is like, ain't no way, that's gonna happen, right? and you're worried about the check, you're gonna to have to write, right? Um, and God, long, there's a lot I could tell you about this story. It's just very, very impactful. They start. She started doing these crafts and people in different parts of the country started buying them and, and stuff like that. And this 10 year old, about three, four months later, her and her dad, her dad was a friend of mine, this 10 year old, and her dad came to my office and this little 10 year old girl hands me a check for $5,000. She says, Pastor Darren, I want to help plant churches in India. And I think, Missy O'Day that God can drop dreams in 10-year-olds' hearts. He can drop dreams in the young people of Emmanuel. He can drop dreams in the single adults and the married adults and the senior citizens, right? Amen. He can drop dreams in all of our hearts. So God invites us he invites us, and I pray that our response today and over the next several weeks would just be like, God, here am I, please use me. Would you bow your heads with me, please? Here, online, at our locations. And if you do this just where you're seated, would you open your hands like this? And I just, we're gonna pray a prayer of commissioning to wrap up the message, and and we'll worship for a few moments. Father, in Jesus' name, with our hands open. The new person, the long-term attender, the 10-year-old, the young people, the moms and the dads and the single adults, all of us, the grandparents, we just pray, God, here, here we are, here I am. Please use me. Because, God, when you drop things into our heart, it's exciting. It's not guilt feeling at all. It's exciting. So our hands are open, and we just say, God, we're listening. And our prayer and our desire is, here I am. Please use me to be a part of Missio Day. And thank you, Lord, because we are blessed to be a blessing, and it's an incredible journey that we get to live with you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said "Amen." amen. Amen.
1: Thank you for joining us. We pray that you are encouraged and blessed by today's message. Check out EmanuelCC.org for faith resources, how to get plugged into community, or to join us live on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. We are so excited to see what God is going to do. The best is yet to come.